This is Shudders Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi and welcome to episode 547 of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com and joining me once again from Skype, from Skype, from Melbourne, Victoria, via Skype, it is Mr. Glenn Lavender from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you going? How are you going? What was the question? <laughs> How are you going? <laughs> Let's <laughs> see, same shit, different day. <laughs> yeah, right. As mad as ever, possibly. Okay. Be the correct response. <laughs> right. I, I was at I did, I, I, this. I'll talk about this in a bit. But I was at a camera club last night. I started yelling at the people, so I'm a bit, <laughs> bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Woman goes, the horizon's crooked. I said, who gives a? <laughs> I don't. If you do, it's your problem. That's a you problem. That's not a me problem. <laughs> oh yeah. man. I said, it's art. I can do whatever I like. And if you don't like it, that's a you problem. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> and uh, I think she was taking a bit of back. She was about 70. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't quite worked out what the threshold is, but there's there's a degree of tilt to the horizon that is simply sloppy. But if you get no, past, no, no, but no, if you get past no, that no, threshold, no, then it's art. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Any totally. angle is fine. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. It's not to you. That doesn't mean it's not fine. It's just not fine to you. It's an art form. How can it be wrong? If it's intentional, yeah. being the provisor, if you mean to do it, it can't be wrong. I will give you that, but how do you prove that? What if when you it's... want the image to be jarring to the eye by having it off kilter? Makes it more, and, and but yeah, deliberately. But, but but having only you know a degree that's, or two. That's is, why. That's why it's off. That's why it's <laughs> jarring. It's not jarring if it's forty degrees. And, but it just it looks feels, sloppy. No, it's oh, it makes your brain go ah. That's jarring, Bruce. No, it makes my brain go ah. That's a sloppy photographer. It makes you go ah, Bruce. It has You know, it's better than nice. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, I like that. It makes or, you think. Oh, why is it like? Did he? Didn't he realise what? Or you start questioning the photo straight away. Does it not have more impact? I think I might do every single landscape from now on off axis. <laughs> because no, but it's true. It, it's, it, this is the argument I have with the lady and a couple of other people. Then they start to oh, but the judges and fuck the judges, you know. I said, who are they to judge your bloody artwork? I said, I said, how many people in here, are, I'm sure there's people in here are the judges. Like, You've got no right to judge my artwork or her artwork. Or even your, you can judge your own and that's it. Otherwise, you're just being pretentious and think you know more than you actually do. I don't, I was, I'm serious. I was going like this for about five minutes. And guess what? This is in the first three minutes of the presentation. Oh, nice. So I mean, like the introduction. I, I even, I even had to take over them reading my own introduction. Right. Because she was doing such a crap job. <laughs> yeah. I said, I'll just give it to me. I'll do it. Because you, know? you can have a bit of. Yeah. It was like you know, the words. Uh, no, it's very rare we have uh, someone whose very presence uplifts us so much uh, that, that the sheer awe of being uh, of them having them amongst us and be able to look at their work uh, is such a rare thing for, for it to happen. Unfortunately, it's not even going to happen tonight. But it was, it was along those sort of lines, you know. And there was like, yeah, uh, uh, Glenn, Glenn is, is often uh, uh, described as being loudmouthed, opinionated, 
uh, pig-headed, uh, and but he really wishes his kids to stop calling him that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my intro, but she was doing it really dull and straight. By the way, if you're listening tonight, ladies, it's like, of course I promoted the podcast, Bruce, and I promoted it like I always do. Oh, yeah. I said, there's 560 plus episodes of content. It's about 500 hours worth to listen to. And in there, there's 15 minutes of genuine photo brilliance sprinkled in. Have fun finding it and let us know when you do. You know? Guaranteed, uh, so, guaranteed way to get new listeners. So so which which esteemed camera club are you not going to be invited back to again? Well, they've already invited me back twice. <laughs> two, for, two, for two events. <laughs> See, because, you know, I think, yeah, when you go in there and just do the same old, same old and talk the same way as ever, then people just yeah, somewhat blank out because it's it's just all the same garbage they've heard yeah. at every speaker at every camera thing ever. Yeah. But when someone comes in and starts insulting the person uh, who invited you, you know, and the lady next to her, you know, and then you're also in the audience who's brave enough to open their mouths, you know, it's, uh, it has an impact, Bruce, you know. <laughs> Oh, in a in a uh, in a uh, video film clip, a music film clip, I was looking at this week. It's uh, 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 there's lines like something. About, you know, when you're running for president, tell lies right out the gate. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter if people hate you as long as they're talking about you. Yeah. you know? And that's that, that could be the camera club last yeah. night. They don't like me, but they're sure talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> he was <laughs> an arrogant pig. But yeah, but it, it was down to if I want their image to be just off axis mm. and it annoys the living crap out of everyone who looks at it yeah that's okay because okay. it doesn't have because it doesn't have to please you bruce no it has to please me yep and that's nobody true. else and as soon as you can get your photography to a point where you do not care about anyone else's opinion yeah you're in a hell of a lot better place yeah, oh, as, yeah I said sure. to, as i said to all these people last night how many people here do it professionally none of them yeah so how many people here do it as a hobby all of them. Yeah. I said, why do you want to turn your hobby into a stress like the rest of your life? Yeah. Why on earth do you care about Judge A's opinion when Judge B, who comes in next month, will tell you completely different stuff what the judge said last month, yeah. and he's just shot your photos based on what the guy had said last month, mm. and then this guy poo-poos everything that guy said. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's it just don't. I said, I said, I said, you people, frankly, I said this every, most camera clubs, mm. I said, I abhor the fact that you judge and you try and judge each other's work and send you and you do competitions against other clubs. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's, it's the worst thing you can do for your photography. I said, <laughs> what I'd much rather see is Club A and Club B agree, okay, guys, in four months' time, we're going to have an exhibition of our work on this theme. Let's have each club shoot this theme for three months. Yep. Then we'll curate the images for an exhibition. Then we'll have an exhibition at a coffee club somewhere where we'll all meet up for a, for, for a night and have a lovely night and talk photography and view the images like we're at a museum gallery and discuss photography. Right. Yeah. Who's going to learn more? The person yeah. who sits there and they talk about why they shot what they shot and how they went to the same spot and saw different things and why they use that lens because you're going to learn a hell of a lot more than the judge going, I prefer this one over the other ones. Yeah. Because I followed the rule of thirds. <laughs> yeah. Because Fibonacci was swirling all over that thing. Yeah. You know, there's, uh, yeah. What, what's going to be a better night out? Yeah. Uh, being judged and more than likely having your work told it's not good enough yeah because only three two or three people are going to win yeah yeah and the other 40 you're going to go well your, your photos aren't good enough and guess what in camera clubs it's almost always the same two or three people yeah 
So that's going to dis- that's going to disenfranchise people and stop people wanting to to participate because well I can't compete against this guy's been shooting for forty years if he still doesn't know how to turn his camera on properly. Mm. Um, versus everyone exhibiting and discussing the photos, yeah, spending time looking at them, enlarging them, and printing the things out, yeah. not having them displayed on the screen, printing them out on a wall where you can sit and stare at them, yeah. Yeah, I reckon yeah. clubs clubs who do that will have a far better culture. Yeah, yeah. far better. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and you're not competing, and the top guys don't have anything to 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 try and uh, protect as far as their skills or their locations or their whatever, because they're not competing to try and win some mystical, you know, grand poo bar trophy at the end of the year of you know least worst photographer. Uh, <laughs> And and they've got reason to share information. Yeah. Yeah. So to all our listeners in camera clubs <laughs> and, and those who judge and those, yeah. What a great way to start the podcast. That is, but I went off like this last night. I must be still on a flow because it's, it's two days. Or I haven't let it go, Bruce. Excellent. So anyway, how have you been? Uh, mate, the last couple, I, I have got a cold. I've been off work yesterday and today. Um, oh, precious. So, uh, but other than that, been all right. Yeah, your little precious thing that you are. Aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I've um, I've been spending the last couple of days while I've been at home investigating and and, and watching a lot of YouTube videos from the people who actually know what they're talking about. Uh, so not us. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About, <laughs> about video levels, like getting colour right in video. and Like and colour grading, do you mean? Colour grading, but also understanding colour spaces and gamma yeah. and yeah. Uh, been practising, been shooting in S-Log uh, today and... It's just pronounced slog, right? And just and just finding that you know that whilst you know, I, I guess to a certain extent, it's a bit like shooting in RAW. My camera doesn't shoot RAW uh, for video, ah. but shooting shooting with an S log profile is almost like shooting RAW because what you end up with is an image that is quite flat and very narrow in its uh, contrast, and so it all needs to be post processed yeah. like a yeah. like a RAW file out of a camera. And what I've realised is that that offers a lot more flexibility than shooting in the you know the equivalent of shooting jpeg but in yeah. in the video world you know so and i'm and i've been doing all of this and thinking about this over the last couple of weeks simply in preparation for alaska because i oh, of course yeah. want to yeah. make sure that you know this is a once in a lifetime trip i want to make sure i get it right <laughs> you know? yeah. so you're planning on doing quite a bit of video I, I wouldn't say planning on doing a lot of video but i will be doing some and you know want to yeah make it I generally make a, a bit of a travel video when we come home from our various travels, but I feel like have, have the, you other, have you other ones sucked? Have they? Yeah, they have. Okay, uh, was that the content or the, the look? <laughs> uh, a bit of both, to be honest. Okay. And by the look, I don't mean the colours. I mean yeah, the, the way you what you shot. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's how you shot it. It's more so it the, slogs, the lack. Slogs not going to make you composition no, 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 for sure. No, it's not composition so much as story arc. You know, yeah. trying to so slogs not going to help that either. No, no, no. I know. So, so <laughs> I, I sort of also I'm just trying to find why do you want to go to all this this effort? Because as as I've mentioned to you in the past, I actually do go back and look at my photos from previous holidays and my videos from previous yeah. holidays, not super regularly, but 
you know, probably at least once a year, I'll look through all my my travel photos. And, and so I want to, you know, I want to be happy with what I come home with. So, yeah. Well, you won't be. <laughs> no, you probably, won't be. Because probably. When, because no, no, simply because if you're shooting in slog, <laughs> you will be, you have to, when you come home, yeah. start working. Yes. And once you've worked for who knows how many months. Yeah then be at a point where you're happier, happiest, happy, <laughs> who knows, yeah. uh, with what you end up with. Yeah. But, yeah, just just to me, it's it's an awful lot of work. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, 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 get, I get the excitement and the, the desire to do. Uh, I just always know personally that everything I've ever shot on video, hmm. I, just ne- I never, ever look at the stuff again. I sometimes don't even download it from the memory card. You know, <laughs> I, I, all my African, I shot, I shot every day in Africa. Yeah, wouldn't even know where the card is with the, with the oh, video footage on it. What? So little interest. <laughs> yeah, right. So little interest in the content, or so little interest in the effort required to stitch it into a finished movie. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure I would love to show my kids, yeah. possibly. I don't know what's on them. I've never looked at the video footage, so I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, just so uninspired right. to want to spend time video editing. Right. Yeah, let yeah. alone. And that's just cutting. Yeah. Yeah, that's just that's just cropping crap out. It's not called cropping. What is it called? Clipping? No. Um, snipping? Snapping? Uh, shortening, don't know. listening. You know, when you cut a bit out, editing, that's it. Yeah. When, you, when you edit out the crappy bits, yeah. you know, yeah. and just leave the, the less crappy bits in the middle. Yeah. The, just the effort of doing that yeah. and putting together a coherent bit of footage mm-hmm. that's not... Because, you know, you watch some people's home movies, they're like it's 45 minutes of the car going down the street, uh, same street. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like someone crossed the nullarbor and they filmed the entire thing, and you've got to sit there <laughs> watch it in real time. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is this is good stuff. Wake me when we get there. You know, but yeah, that's just that's an awful lot of you know, commitment. Yeah, because you're going to have who knows how many photos as well yeah, to go along with it. Absolutely. That. And what about memory? Because because we're talking, I think last week about memory cards. Yeah. What's your process then if you're thinking about adding all that extra? content uh well i can always pick up a couple more memory cards but yeah, i so also cool, have yeah. a 500 gig portable ssd that i will use as a backup so if i want to clear the memory cards if i don't have yeah, enough memory yeah. cards i can always clear off the the cards that i use for the video because the way how, I do you, ha- how do you get how do you get that onto your ssd drive with a laptop so you got to carry a laptop yeah were you planning on taking a laptop? Yep. Why? Absolutely. Because I like to do my keywords at the end of the day. Whilst hey, let, let's just, let's just stop there. <laughs> people, did you hear that? I've been telling you people. <laughs> nerd. He likes to do his keywords at the end of every day. Absolutely. You know, you might for- so continue. Yeah, yeah because so at the end because, of every day your process. Is. Yeah, because you will you you'll forget where you were or you know the the various landmarks or whatever, and I like to document all that on a day by day basis while I'm travelling. They, they came out with a thing before the electronic notepad. It's called a notepad, right? <laughs> and you just write it down with a pencil, Bruce. Don't one. <laughs> I think they call it. Uh, it's like the old version of blogging, right? Like, analog blogging. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> At the end of every day, you blog onto a piece of paper with a pencil. And here's the advantage: doesn't take battery, doesn't have to go on those international plugs. Yep. 
and um, it doesn't require Wi-Fi, and you can analog blog. Mm. Should we call this is called analog analog? <laughs> there we go. You can analog <laughs> anywhere as you're driving around. What was that called again? Analog. <laughs> Crazy, crazy concept. Day one, I analogued yeah. this. Because, man, have uh, you got a small laptop? Is it smallish? Uh, it? 15, 16 inch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 you, you're taking your 75 inch plasma <laughs> LED TV with you. Because I like, I like the Australian movie, so I'm taking my TV from home. <laughs> <laughs> God, that'd be funny if someone actually said that. I just thought that was kind of amusing. Uh, God, I like Australian movies, so I like taking. I've, I've downloaded them to my TV. I'm sure. Okay, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so keywords. So, yeah, vlogging, video, yeah. slogging. Yeah. So you're blogging, vlogging, and slogging. <laughs> this is some tripping on. Yeah. It is. Hopefully you don't eat some some really bad food in a bogging. That, <laughs> <would> be, <laughs> that will not be good. No, that would. Okay, not be. it's a sixteen-inch so. laptop. That's a big commitment, dude. Yeah, I think it's fifteen. Oh. I think. Yeah. I don't think. know. Anyway. Could it be yeah, an excuse for an investment in I don't know <laughs> an iPad or a, uh, a small? I don't know. One of my uh, lovely customers a little while ago, uh, she messaged me. Um, Saying because Narbox have gone out of business, oh uh, really? Devastatingly so during the during the COVID, and she was travelling to Europe and didn't want to carry a big, great big bloody laptop around with her. Yeah, and, and said, "Is there is there anything out there that you know is um, yeah, doable for for this sort of stuff?" Yeah, and um, so I thought, oh, you know, I haven't really looked around much lately to see, uh, and I came up with a really good option for her, yeah. cheap. And uh, she, they bought in, her and her husband bought it in and uh, did some tests on it. I reckon it was absolutely brilliant. It was really inexpensive. Uh, anyway, let's see, what was it called? I'm just scrolling through the messages of what I sent to her. Uh, so from Amazon, it was a new Q, as in new, as in the, the word new, Q, all in one, FileHub AC750 travel router. So it's a portable hard drive, SD card reader, and mini Wi-Fi uh, device and basically you just put your memory card in yeah. and connect your hard drive to it and just routes it through wow so for like about 80 bucks i think this thing was wow um, so worthwhile having, having a gander at yeah at man, just, I'm, just I'm to, definitely just, just to put it in your brain and yeah have a think about yeah even if it's something you ever want to do when you did a motorbike trip or something you know and you don't want to carry a laptop on the motorbike because it's, you know, it's 27 inches or whatever you're saying. That's pretty big. To, you need a trailer on the back of your motorbike to carry, carry it with you. So it's the, the new Q. Yeah. How much is it on Amazon at the moment? New um, Q file hub and portable router. Uh, 79.90. There you go. Wow. Yeah. So, and they, they're loving it. They reckon it's working a treat. I've got a couple of messages yeah, from right. them. They, they went to ice. They've been up to in Iceland, Spain, Rome, Greece, bloody all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Italy, traveling for like four or five weeks and just using portable hard drives and wow. this thing and away they go. So worth worth a bit of a look just to kind yeah. of throw it. Uh, you might you might not be able to keyword though, Bruce. You might have to analog. <sighs> look, you know, maybe that is the better option. You know, mm-hmm. just um, one less complication, if nothing else. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, and and to be honest, you know, cutting the laptop is you know another kilo and a half of crap. Yeah, yeah. 
and you'd be limited on some of the places you want to go in Alaska. I would have thought weight wise, would yeah. that be? Depends on where you go. If you're going to like uh, float planes and stuff, yeah, you know, you have to go, you have to suck your breath in to make yourself lighter yeah. uh, and stuff. You <laughs> is know? that how it works? Is it? Yeah, you're probably going to hold it for the whole flight, which is a problem. Or well, at least it's take off. Yeah. See, so, so if you go to somewhere like Iceland, yeah, for example, I know you're not, but then name those names are freaking hard to pronounce. Yeah, so yeah, you, you've got a couple options. Yeah, one thing I do here's here's a, here's a tip for you as well, a little tip from a pro. I just take photographs of signs. Yeah, right. Of the signs, the, whichever place I'm at, if this is a sign, I'll take a photograph of it before I start shooting. Sure. Yeah. And it's like it's like you know when you're doing movies and they do the little clapperboard, yeah, and it kind of tells yeah. you what scene. I kind of do that. That's one thing I do. I just yeah. thought of that and remember that helps you remember where I was or what the name of it was. Yeah. But if the, if you're at a place that's really hard to to to, to remember or yeah. spell, writing it down at the time is a hell of a lot easier than trying to remember when, even at the end of the day. Yeah. Because you say yeah, even just to get all the uh, the spelling correctly, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, same thing. I often do photos with my phone if that's if that's the case as well, just yeah. to to log those places in in memory rather than you know relying on myself. Yeah, because yeah, you might find it's hard to believe Bruce, but I'm somewhat unreliable. <laughs> I would not believe that. Oh no, right. <laughs> so, hey. well, mate, I've opened up a, a tab with that new queue in it, so I'll definitely have a, have a look at that after we've finished. So look, this is like a almost a useful podcast. Almost, almost. We've been going like half an hour, twenty five minutes, and we haven't touched on much of anything. But we've come across all sorts of ideas, and me being an. (laughs) My lenses from Japan arrived from Tamron. My my prototype pre-release lenses. So uh, how many? How many? Well, they're sent two. They're sent two, but neither of them work properly. Oh, because they're pre-production samples. Oh, okay. And they're not the finished. So I won't get the finished product till. June, but I've got to start. But I need to provide images by the end of May. So two of the same lens, same lens, oh, yeah, right, two of the same it. lens. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, but one of them doesn't autofocus, and one of them doesn't do something else. I can't remember what it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so they're, but I, they need they need uh, yeah sort of preliminary images by the end of May, but they can't give me an actual lens. So it's usually the way it works. So I've got these kind of black tubes yeah. with pink, pink sticky tape on them, showing where the focal ranges are. And stuff. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of kind of amusing. At least uh, no one can kind of yeah. If someone sees you with the lens, no one will know what it is because it's just a black tube, yeah, like shiny plastic tube. Basically, yeah. Yeah. it doesn't even so if, that doesn't even have the finishes on it that um, yeah a final product would have. So yeah, right. uh, so I've been doing some preliminary shooting, which is pretty good. I've been I've a little bit of fun running around for. About an hour or so in the city doing some architectural stuff. Yeah. Uh, in crappy, they, they, they want they want. Um, so when do you yeah. need to get the images back to them? Well, the first lot of images need to be done by the end of May. Right. And then the video, then the, then the next lot by sort of mid to end of June, hmm. and then the video of me out shooting with it by early July. Now, last time we spoke, you were threatening to head north towards Sydney. My, yeah, I still haven't, I still don't know. Right. It's because uh, I don't really know when the when the I've got the sample ones, but I would kind of like to shoot with the proper one. If you know what I mean? Right. Because okay. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how good <laughs> these ones are. <laughs> so it's still a little up in the air. It's it's somewhat weather dependent. You've had some pretty crappy yeah. weather up there, I've yeah. heard. Yeah. And so have we. But yeah, uh, I'm out shooting this Saturday because uh, it promises to be a whole 16 degrees Celsius and sunny. Uh, so at least we'll finally get some sun. So yeah. uh, we'll, the more desperate I become, the more likely I'll be heading to Sydney. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you know, if I simply can't shoot anything worth 
yeah. that looks any good. Yeah. You know, sometimes go to a new spot. So I'll, um, I'll, I'll keep you informed. So I don't really know. Yeah. I've got a Zoom meeting with Tamron Japan. First time ever I'm talking person to person. Well, yeah, right. face to face. After all these projects, um, tomorrow they'll sort of, I, I don't know what for, but I guess they'll be probably briefing me on more what stuff they want to talk about. Right. Uh, Okay. Yeah, so anyway, so, so I've been a busy, a busy photographic week, and I've even been playing a little bit with AI with my images, uploading my images to an AI right. um, a device, okay. and telling it to create images like it. Are you using Mid Journey or something else? Uh, no, uh, Leonardo. Right. And then upload it. So you upload my images, and it's, uh, any you can choose how much of your image you want to retain as far as style goes. Right. And it will then generate and then you type in the keywords of what's important to you and it'll, it'll generate. And some of the stuff has been really quite amazing. Yeah. Some of it's really tried awful. And that's just <laughs> my work I've been uploading. Um, <laughs> and that's, and so the AI. But, and I've noticed that I've got this one where we recreated a, a, a photo of this girl in a blue dress next to a window. Right. And it looked... When it came out, I got it. That's bloody amazing! And then I zoomed in, and her whole face is caved in. <laughs> <laughs> so that everything looks good until you look at the face, and the face <laughs> is just diabolical. I'm not really quite sure why, but um, yes, yeah, so that's been a, been a bit of fun doing that. Did she have nice legs? Well, it's covered by the dress. Nice, nice legs. Shaving the face. Yeah. <laughs> a, she was a she was a butter face. <laughs> I'm not sure that's politically correct anymore. But no. I'm not sure it was, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Since 2005, Shutters Inc. has been a labour of love. But beyond the time required to produce it, there is also a financial commitment. If you find value in the podcast and would like to help keep the servers running, hit up the Patreon link, which is in the show notes. Even a couple of dollars a month will help. Much appreciated. Now, back to the podcast. And also, I will also, so just the, the last thing, so I've been still going down this rabbit hole of Ren, the musician. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I literally, Bruce, I'm, t- I'm talking 20 hours a day for at least the last three weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know this guy's underpants size by now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, and I'm still I'm still finding new stuff. And so, so far, I reckon I've listened to about 110 songs. Yeah, right. Take. There's one I like quite a bit. Right, and that's the worst one. Yeah, so right. the, the the other hundred and nine, there are elements in each one that is pure freaking genius. Yeah, yeah, or pure incredible emotion, or yeah. pure rawness and pure. Yeah, uh, and I've been watching a lot of reaction videos. I watched a reaction video to he's got this little set of three um, uh, videos called Screech's Tale or Jenny and Screech's yeah. Tale. Yeah, yeah. And there's three videos, and they're yeah. all done live, one take videos. Yeah. But I watched this woman who's uh, called the Charismatic Voice. She's a, a YouTube reactor, right. uh, and she's a vocal coach. Right. She's a voice, so she's fascinating to watch how she dissects sp- singers yep. uh, and explains how they do the noises and all the stuff. So this, and, um, and she, she turned a thirteen-minute video into a one-hour-long uh, dissection, wow. and it was freaking brilliant. Yeah, you know? right. so she had a little I've tear up every now. Got to say, after we spoke last, uh, you were asking me. I think it was after we'd finished recording the podcast about how they'd mic'd the yes, performance yes. of Ren and Chinchilla doing... Yeah, in that What was that song? Outlines. What song was Chalk that? Chalk Outlines or How To Be Made? Chalk it Outlines. It would have been the one inside the building. Chalk yeah. Outlines. I watched that. And I'm and you with, don't know? I'm with you. I have no idea how they pulled how that off. How good is that audio? It is amazing. 
because she's got the little she's right little. on the mic he's right on yeah, the mic yeah. and yet the camera is moving around both of them there are yes. no mics visible so the space is spatially moving around it, them it wasn't even a mic overhead because there were angles where the camera got yeah. down low and looked up yeah, yeah. so man i yeah i'm like wow that is and the an achievement is remarkable yeah yeah and, and i've got to say the performance is phenomenal probably yeah. the best duet i think i've ever seen in my life yeah well, I lie. Their "How to Be Me" duet uh, with the same two people right. is probably better. Okay. Uh, also live, but because the reverb on the cause it's outdoors, because the reverb is digital, yeah, or a, a, a non-environmental yeah. reverb, yeah. I don't, I don't think it takes away from the song, but the fact that their ability to use reverb in that natural environment, in that chalk outlines, right. is, is remarkable. I think that's, that's yeah. a phenomenal use of space. Yeah. And that's, a, that's an art. That's, that's a, coming from a photographer's viewpoint of how you visualise and see the world in a different way, I'm imagining how as an audio guy, a sound person, hears sound in yeah. different locations oh, in a totally. way that I will never, never. Uh, I mean, you know, that's why you sing in the bathroom, for God's sake, because yeah. the reverb and that the echo, as it's often called, yeah. uh, is, is, is so much more flattering. I don't know if I ever told you the story, but back in the early 90s, I, went, I was working in Hobart, but I flew to Adelaide f to go to the Grand Prix. Yeah. And I'd never been to Adelaide as an adult at that time. Well, no one wants to, Bruce. And I was walking through Rundle Street Mall, and there was an entranceway to a shopping centre. And this entranceway sort of went in off the mall at a 45-degree angle. And it was the weekend, and so the mall was shut. And there yeah. was, you know, the big steel roller door was down. And so you had this, um, you know walkway that was that went into the mall that you know probably you could walk in about 10 meters until you got to the roller door yeah and there was this guy busking ah oh. and what he would do was when he got to the big parts he would actually step backwards into this this walkway he'd, yeah. he'd step back towards the steel door and because you had the the high overhead and you had glass windows on both sides yeah it just naturally lit up with reverb and he wow. was using it to affect live as he was busking and i was just like as an audio engineer i'm like oh dude that is very cool how awesome is that yeah yeah yeah, to, 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 yeah. i reckon the yeah, he angles for that spot every single time <laughs> yeah, more than likely because yeah. you, know, you get there and someone else is there. And bah, bah, hell, you know. There's, there's, a, so there's three songs: uh, "Tales of Jenny's Screech" and "Violet." Uh, yes. I, I recommend. If you, have you seen it at all? I've it's, seen uh, Jenny's Tale. Oh, you can't watch one. You got to watch all three at the same time. Otherwise, it has no impact. Right, and I think You've I've got to see all three. And I think I've watched Jenny and Screech, but I don't think. I, okay, oh, you've got to watch Violet. It's the third one. It's when he starts off in a hotel hospital bed. Hang on. Yes, I think I but have. Point, I have uh, yeah, I think I have. But the, but he, but the point his use of uh, once again his use of um, natural uh, environmental reverb in yeah. there is the best I've ever seen because yeah. he gets to a spiral staircase yeah. and and sings a, a couple of notes up the spiral staircase yeah. and. Oh, so, so anyway, that, that regards, I've been going down this rabbit hole. He's released a new video this week called Animal Flow. Uh, yeah, right. Which is remarkable to watch. It's, it's it's not even if you don't like the music, the music can be irrelevant. It's like a three minute 
50 video or something with possibly 40 or 50 people involved actually in shot at any any uh, different parts of the video right. so he's walking past people and through a building and downstairs but it's all um choreographed and uh, it's all shot with one take so there's yeah they start the video and they sing the entire song through, and every single person for the entire three minutes fifty have to be in exactly the right point at exactly the right spot at exactly the right time in the song. Uh, otherwise, the whole video has to be restarted. Yeah, right. The the camera work is remarkable. Yeah, and, and so the, what blew me away once again as a, as a visual person, the camera work and the ability to shoot a three minute fifty odd song with that many people, with that many yep. moving parts in one It's go. a chore- choreography masterpiece. Yeah, this one was not live Was not live singing. It was miming singing, but everything else is live. Yeah. And I was so blown away, I looked up who the camera guy was. Right. And I got in touch with him, and his name's Luke Flegg, okay. uh, F-L-E-double-G, uh, on Instagram, and just to just to give him kudos, because, I mean, the, the, yeah. the artist is getting, yeah millions of views and all, all the kudos. This yeah. guy has done this phenomenal... I mean... Just remarkable piece of camera work for someone who's not a. I don't think he's a full time pro, or he's a. Uh, uh, I think he's or he's a. It's a start out kind of guy. Yeah, right. And and so I just took a good touch with him, and he came back. So I'll, yeah, really appreciate it, you know, because no one's. I don't think anyone had done that yet. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I've been looking at your work, and it's fascinating stuff. I think you know, really, really interesting photography. And yeah, well, thanks. He goes, Have you ever seen uh, ashes, ashes and snow? Okay, and I've gone. Nope. Uh, it says, and it, it says it's a, it's a, a documentary and photography linked together. In a man who's done this project where he's photographed animal and human interactions. Okay, so well, it sounds pretty interesting. There's a guy called Gregory Colbert, Colbert, Colbert. Okay, uh, who who was a photographer and videographer. So I went and had a look. There's like a sixty minute. I'm not sure if it's the official documentary, but or a bit of a illegal copy on youtube that i watched uh link below <clears throat> and frankly i was blown away yeah right and the photos and the video i would have to say best i've ever seen wow ever wow it, it, best photography i've ever seen you ever heard of a guy called david attenborough yeah it's <laughs> all over him but he doesn't film anything <laughs> What, what does he well, that's a good point. He's a, he's he does. <laughs> he's just yeah, show you his home snaps. No, I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm right. talking about from a a cinematic, not not a great wildlife photography. I'm not talking about you know uh, they, they managed to sh- take a, a photo of a lion chasing down a gazelle in amazing footage, and they use 14 cameras. I'm talking about one guy filming. Three cheetahs on a sa- on a, on the top of a sand dune with a blowing gale with sand flying everywhere, and a nomadic uh, tribal woman sitting there, and the cheetahs looking at her in the face from about three centimeters away, in amazing, incredible sepia, in incredible lights. Wow! I'm talking about this amazing looking ruin of a building with this great light shining through it, and this kid laying on his back, leaning with his head close to the camera, and a tribal kid. And as he's laying there, this incredible sunlight coming through, this elephant walks up, and the elephant's shadow shines on the wall. It's, it, it, it's on the wall next to him. And then the elephant walks straight over the kid. <laughs> not, not on him, over either side. The most epic. Most ama- and I'm thinking, how? 
I don't know how. I'm talking about a guy diving, swimming, free swimming underwater with whales and with dugong and dugong coming up and rubbing up against him. And this guy's doing basically ballet underwater with whales. Could, could, could this be all AI generated? No, this is all, and, and it all came out in 2005. Wow. And this is why I don't understand how it's 18 years ago. And it's a travelling ex- museum exhibition around the world, I'm told. Yeah, right. Uh, I've never, ever heard of it. And it's just no. gob, gobsmackingly good. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I, would, I would highly recommend I've got links there to his website and to the YouTube thing. And, and here's, here's the thing. I, I went back to this guy and I said, I'm going to retire. You know, th- this is so damn good. And he came back with he actually sent a, a, an audio message back to me. This is Luke Flagg. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if I tried, would it come out? Well, why don't bit? you email the audio file well, to me? Well, I don't me. know if I can because it's, it's an Instagram post, an Instagram message, and I'm not sure that allows me to send it or not. I don't think it would. Let's just, just tell me how this sounds. Probably sound silent because nothing's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on there? Oh, my phone not making any noise. I wonder if it knows. I wonder if Instagram knows <laughs> that I'm trying to. Because that's freaky. Do Instagram voice messages have a time limit? You know, you work for uh, a couple of days, know. then they stop making noise. Don't know. I know. I've never, no one's ever sent me a voice message before. Yeah. Well, that's damn, because I wish I could get his actual words. Yeah, right. It, it was basically along the gist of. It's amazing, isn't it, when uh, – I don't think he's used the word peers, but uh, when uh, an artist in your field, right. effectively, comes out with something so monumentally beyond anything we've seen to date, yeah. and I guess this applies to any field, that your initial reaction is, well, that's it, you know? Yeah. Uh, th- this, this – how could anything be better than this? Yeah. And then – he says something basically magical happens where space opens up yeah. and it brings forth new ideas and new new concepts and new possibilities that were never there before and actually guides you, leads you further into into, into your chosen art. Yeah. And I thought, and it was, those, those are not exactly, I wish I could, these words are a little bit more succinct, <laughs> surprise, uh, and uh, a little bit more a little bit more poetic than what I came out with. It's a bit but like it when you know? um, Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile. It sort of opened the floodgates, yes. and a whole yeah. bunch of other people were suddenly able to run the mile yeah. in less than yeah. four minutes. Mentally, yeah. something changed, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That, that mental, what is possible, changed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's... Yeah, and this is this is just the whole thing about yeah you know, when you conf- and I and I mentioned this on the, the talk of the camera club last night as well about yeah you go on Instagram and everyone's photos are better than yours yeah. everyone's yeah yeah every every single photo you ever see is going to be better than yours so you can't let that be a thing that dissuades you or puts you off it's got to be a thing that allows you to. Uh, to make, and I mean the really epic stuff, not just the. I've I've just seen a thousand photos of people pointing at torches at the Milky Way. <laughs> I was because, waiting for it. <laughs> well, because at some point it yeah. stops being inspirational. Yeah. yeah. Because you've seen it a thousand it's times, all derivative. not once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I haven't. I haven't, I haven't seen, that when you see something for the first time. Yeah. That is, my God. Yeah. As opposed to oh, that's a nice version of that. Yeah. Something that is my God. It can't. That's the is the time for you to try and get that inner voice to go, savor this, 
moment yeah. of something that's that's epically better absorb it and try and find that space that's going to open up for you and and try and find a way towards your version of whatever was inspired by that yeah know? yeah i think it's the only way forward because as i said uh, if it's not for guys like this guy doing stupidly great stuff or ai we've got nothing, nothing else in between you know <laughs> yeah but, but yeah so hey go and see this stuff yeah it, it is it is just just epic so, I will, I will um, definitely hunt down ashes and snow. That sounds really yeah, amazing. Look, so, so, well, so I've got the link, I've sent the links through to his right, the, for right, the YouTube gotcha. video, yep. and, the, and and to his website. And the great thing about his website is it's got some behind the scenes shots of him shooting some of these scenes. The Gregory so, Colbert website, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, so some behind-the-scenes shots of him, you know, photographing the cheetahs, and there's the cheetah walking towards the lens and stuff like that. Wow. Comes straight up to him, and yeah, in- incredible stuff with elephants, uh, orangutans, and just it's just it's got to go see it. Yeah, it's just, right. Just as and the, again, he's done that great thing of keeping it thematically the same, so they're all sepia-toned, right. you know, monochrome. So yeah, it the you got this symmetry through sepia tone or monochrome, basically. Yeah. Uh, so th- th- there's this consistency through all of these images, even on you know from underwater in the ocean to you know to a t- top of a sand dune. There's a, there's a, a theme you can yeah. follow. You know. Yeah. Right. So awesome. Uh, well, the only thing that I came up with was uh, a link to some Pulitzer winning images through the years um, on en dot com cultures with two s's how about that do you know if you ever took photos underwater could you go for the swimming pool it's <laughs> probably what were they like some some stuff there that's you what, know what was that quote you sent through this week as well that, oh. that was inspiring <laughs> um that was on light stalking's twitter account um and it said if you want to know what people value look at what they photograph or what they no no if you if you want to know what what people are afraid of losing look at what they uh, photograph okay yeah do you and, that, and why did that strike you what what was it about that uh, cuz i thought about you know your your leanings towards photographing people and yeah. my leanings towards photographing you know landscapes but particularly the outback and i thought yeah it's it's interesting you know cuz i only a couple of days ago kath and i were talking about you know how she's she just loves the water loves to be near the ocean at you know any chance she can get and i said yeah for me it's it's the outback you can just drop me on a mountain in the middle of nowhere and i'm as yeah. happy as all get out you know i could just sit there and soak that up all day and i thought yeah that's that's really interesting and, and then when i saw that quote and i thought yeah well that's you know maybe maybe that's a little bit of where i'm at you know the, the way i love photographing the outback and yeah I, that stuff does resonate for me so so do yeah. you think that applies to everything it can't apply to everything you take photos of though no so no. that, that becomes, uh, you know, because I jokingly said back to you, what's yeah. over naked women on rocks is what you're yeah. losing, you know. Uh, uh, or me, I take photos of the cats pretty much every day. Right. I, I, yeah, no, that's true. I, I, would, I, would, I don't want to lose them, so that's probably a fair point. Um, 
I just thought it was an interesting an interesting observation, whether it's accurate or not. I I thought it was interesting. I mean, I I said at the Camera Club last night that um, I I wouldn't care if all my hard drives died and I lost all my photos. It it wouldn't bother me in the slightest, right? Except for the photos of my family. Yeah, and my, yeah, and, yeah, and my parents who are no longer with us. They're the only photos that matter. So, yeah. so that definitely resonates there. Yeah. yeah, what are people? I photograph my kids, and and I always just go and do the coffin shots of mum and dad when we used to visit them <clears throat> to make sure we had good photos of them because that's the important stuff. But yeah, but no, none of my other photos. If I lost every photo I've ever taken, other than my family, I wouldn't care. Yeah, it'd be an inconvenience. Yeah, at most. Yeah, you know? yeah. and. And and people last night didn't believe that at all. Yeah, right. And I and, and, and basically questioned me and I said, No, says I get joy from the doing, not the end result. Yeah. So the going out and doing it. And as I said to these people last night, see if the simple act of doing isn't enough, your photos never will be. Yeah. If you can't get enough joy out of going out, maybe with a friend or with your friends from the camera club, and just having a great time going out and taking photos, if if you can't get enough joy out of that, and if you come home without one decent photo, you, you're gutted, mm. then that's priorities in the wrong place. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. The, so for me, first and foremost, the, the going somewhere, meeting people in the street and photographing them and the joy and the fun and, and the stupid stuff we do, that experience is far more important than than the end result. Right. Uh, we still want good results. Of course, we want good photos. Yeah. But it's not the end. Yeah. It, it, the doing is far more is far more that has a lot more weight than the result. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that could also be. Um, I'm just free thinking here. Yeah. That could also be because I expect the result. Yeah. I expect to get a good photo. I just don't even. Th- I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be taking a photo otherwise. Yeah. So it's not like I'm hoping for a good photograph. The good photograph is always going to happen. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's a different. Maybe that's. A, I'm just, literally just thinking that now, as I always questioning myself. Maybe that's a part of the process. Yeah. When you when you don't have that innate ability to always get something usable at least. And you're hoping for good photos. There's a lot more pressure, and a lot, not pressure, but there's a lot more want and desire to yeah. get some nice photos. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know. That was interesting, but a free thought. It hadn't occurred to me. <laughs> it, hadn't, it simply hadn't occurred to me because I, I don't, I don't think of not getting good photos. No, it doesn't. I, um, it would if I was a landscape photographer or whatever, because. <laughs> Because it's not because it's not in your control. Yeah, yeah. The stuff, the stuff that all. If you're a people photographer, everything's in your control. Yeah. And if you know what you're doing, you're going to get photos. Yeah. Because nothing to it. Yeah. You know? But landscapes, it could be a morning for 27 days straight. That's you know? it. Um, yeah. When you go to Alaska, it could rain every day for the entire trip. Yeah. You get what you get. You don't get upset. No, you get off, but you don't get upset. <laughs> you know, the, 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 when things are out of your control. Yeah, that's a hope, a pray and hope for photos, and you and you would do like all landscape, good landscape photographers will do everything that they can in their power. They'll have researched where to be, mm-hmm. what time to be there, what time of year, where the light should be coming from. Where they'll they'll they'll, re- they'll they'll set as many things in their control as possible. Of course, and the photo's still out of their control. Yeah, true. Yeah. Or maybe I should say the photo they wanted to capture is out of their control. Yeah. There's always a photo to be taken. It's just not might be the one that you wanted to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I do like I do like free thinking through photo, photography process and thoughts like this. It uh, I think it's something people should do all the time and question 
why you're doing it what are you trying to achieve what what happens if you can't achieve it where you know what's your backup plan what's you know what can you do what's manageable in this situation yeah there's a million variables you've always got to be working through so yeah anyway it's my ramble for the day nice Nice. <laughs> this could be a to, to some people. Now, this might surprise you, Rich. To some people, this may have been a useful podcast. <laughs> we may have thrown one or two little nuggets out there, and if nothing else, they can go look at ashes and snow, and that would have made it worthwhile. If nothing else, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else. All right. Well, Paul Sutton had sent me a whole bunch of things, but I think we're just going to leave those until the next episode because yeah, ten thirty now. So yeah, I've yeah, waffled yeah, way too much. Yeah, it's past my bedtime. Me too. I'll well, turn not, it. I get about two or three o'clock. Turn into a pumpkin soon. So I, I got I got five hours of YouTube I need to catch up with. Bruce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Five hours of more Ren videos. Yeah. <laughs> may, may I recommend uh, the Big Push, which is his busking band? Right. Uh, Wade in the Water, Road to Zion. Uh, it's it's, it's a, you know two songs in one video. Oh, Check okay. that on YouTube, and uh, you'll all thank me for it because it's a piece of lovely singing. Right. Excellent. Yeah. And it's accessible, not like some of that other stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. All right, mate. Will you have a good one? I will. I, 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 we've got that lens sorted for you too, haven't we? Thank you well, very much. It. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything yet, but, yes, um, Glenn has reached out to Tamron and – to Tamron or to Blonde Robot? Well, same company. They're the importers of Tamron right. in Australia. Yeah. So Tamron's going to loan you a 150 to 600 for, for yeah, uh, Alaska, yeah. which is awesome. It'll be 500, uh, won't it? One, yeah, one fifty five hundred. Sorry, I'm yeah. just uh, mind being six hundred. Yeah. It'd be really interesting to see um, the photos from it because I haven't seen any photos from it other than I know they're on the internet, but I've never gone looking at other people's photos. So yeah, no. So yeah, I'd be really, really keen to get your viewpoint on it once you've yeah had it for a while. Yeah, so. so I'm looking forward to taking that with me. So good stuff. Yeah, thank you very Especially much. Make sure remind me a few weeks before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't worry, I will. <laughs> All good. Okay, mate. All right, love talk- talking with you. You too. We'll talk in a couple of weeks. Yeah, take care, mate. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to Shutters Inc. For questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersincpodcast.com. dot